folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Yo-ho! We're getting close to Talk Like a Pirate Day. <laughs> and Tim Kalpakis. What is up? Pirate stylies? <laughs> pirate stylies, unfortunately. Anticipating pirate stylies, September, I think it's September 19th. I think that's what it was. I don't want to look it up again. But September 19th, was... because I think I said that my mom's birthday is the next day. Um, yeah, so everyone who's listening, we've decided we're going to do Talk Like a Pirate Day. And it's, yeah. we'll say our media yeah. and all kinds of funny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and you can say it too if you're listening you can say our matey or you can say shiver me tempers and all we'll do a that. whole 2007 thing <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time funny. for me it's fun to be it's fun to be funny mm-hmm. it's yeah, fun and funky we should try it on the show sometime mm-hmm. oh that's what we'll be doing uh september 19th no i mean being funny <laughs> oh mm. never mind maybe Ugh. we'll find our funny with pirate day talk Yes, yes. Find your funny. Listen to the Sloppy Boys. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's how good. do you funny? <laughs> Put a little funny in your face. Hey, speaking <laughs> of fun and funny, oh jeez, what? Get your funny back. That sounds perverse. I want my funny back. <laughs> Guys, we just got back from tour. We banked a couple episodes before we left, so it was seamless to the listener. But we're back. Yeah, joke's on you. Tricked you. We <laughs> fucking rocked the East Coast, the Great Atlantic Blowout Tour. Amazing, huh? Smashing success. Us and Dear Blanca, and then a few towns, we had some uh, some local support, as I learned that's the term. Uh, yeah, yeah. People opening up. We had so much uh, fun you know, out some, there. In, speaking, I've, I, in my BVDs, I've had some local support. But, oh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Clinching <laughs> the nuts. The family jewels. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, we had a good time. Love seeing everybody. Thanks for everyone who came out. My voice is a little weakened from all the screaming. No, no. I am really over the moon proud of the two of you guys for singing and belting and not going half speed either. Yeah. We did a good job. We had we had a, a friend of ours, Caroline Anderson, from, uh, you probably know her from stuff. Uh, I do, she, yeah. She, <laughs> Go on. She, I don't know. She's been on the Comedy Bang Bang before. Uh, but she had, she was a, an opera singer in college. Yes. And we did a Zoom She with sings her she backup knows. on the monster fuck. Yeah. And so she taught us how to like, uh, loosen up our, get our, warm up our vocals. Yes. We were doing and some breathe. 7-Eleven breathing. 7-Eleven we going, breathing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If anyone was, uh, <laughs> in the crowd before we, we went on, you heard in the background, Zia! you probably, uh, that's what was going on. I did that in front of the uh, the other guys, Dear Blanca. I didn't think anyone could hear me, and they were looking at me. I was like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's very, very um, um, musical theater. But we did it. 11 shows in 11 days, and we didn't lose our voices, and we screamed our heads off. Damn. Um, now, I don't want to talk about this too much, because we talked about it already. We'd wrap, recap the whole damn tour on uh, the blowout. Right, right, right. Pat, on yes, Wednesday. folks, you got to subscribe to our Patreon, because this week's episode is a tour recap where we go city by city and wax poetic about all the shenanigans we got into. It was fun as fuck, truly. Yeah, it was great. Behind the scenes peak. There were times during the whole tour where I was like, I could do this. I could do this for a living. 
I could just do this forever. You're, you're, really? You would be a rock star for a living? <laughs> no, but yeah, but like the, the do it in a van version. You know, I was like, I mm. get this agrees with me. I could do this. And then there were other days where I said, I want to go to my bed. Well, I could do the private jet version. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to stay in penthouse suites and ride in private jet PJs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was seeing some chatter on the Discord, also available to Patreon subscribers, about some beloved patrons talking to people who didn't know what they were getting when they bought a ticket. They thought they were maybe even getting the pod. Ugh. I, I, ah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Live pods suck. All it's we talk about is how we're our musicians. Yeah. And we, you should come see us rock the house. <laughs> and, and we're not going to screw you over with a live pod. You're getting this podcast right now for free, folks. Why would you want to pay $60 and watch us do it? Just, we ain't much to look at. And live podcasts, once they hit the podcast, suck. suck. Do they not? Ugh. I hate hearing uh, Mark Marin talk to somebody at a stupid... It, it ruins the, yeah. the tempo of the conversation. Well, I don't mind it, and I assume one day we'll do it and make a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Over my dead body. The best pods and our best friends, even. I'm not, I'm not listening to a live pod episode skip i won't it's a skip skip it skippable content skip it man hmm. skippable content we should uh that could be a good patreon show that we put up <laughs> yeah let's get into some bip hmm. Hit it. oh shit and hey you guys want to hear me play a quick didge <laughs> You guys want to hear me play some funky guitar? Uh, Do you guys want to hear me um, do my uh, least favorite lyrics from this album? Yeah, yeah. Do it. Use the force. (laughs) Use the force. (laughs) Use the force. No, I don't like use the force. Okay. Get the reference. It's Bullfnoose, you funk attack. Whoa. Cool. Ooh. Funk News theme by Harg Labarg. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Harg Labarg, another crown jewel of the tour, meeting yeah. Harg Labarg IRL. He was IRL and he had some gifts for us. That was great. He came to Boston, um, and uh, that theme, that was another uh, Patreon thing. Like, this was a mashup of from our when we listened to Jamiroquai on our Patreon show, right? That, Did we all play stuff that episode? Yeah, I don't remember playing. Yeah. Well, because Didgeridoo is on the Jamiroquai yeah. album, so I, and I have one, so I, yeah, I did whip it out. <laughs> I probably played guitar. I can't believe we all, uh, like, started with what we were doing. We were going, do you want to hear me blank? I think that we were drunk is probably yeah, happened. and we're good at playing game. <laughs> okay, so booze news, right? We're we're getting into the the drink of the day is a very special buzzy one today, especially yeah. because I had just posed the question last week on the pod. It's time to start making our predictions and keeping our peepers out for what the the drink of the summer is going to be. Um, but speaking of Harglebark, who came to our show in Boston. I had an eye-opening experience with a certain spirit that night in Boston <gasps> in the back room spirit. of 
<laughs> Faces <laughs> Brewing Company. Yes. In Malden, Massachusetts. Yes, yes. Do you guys remember what we had an icy cold shot of? Yes. Oh, yes. Tell him. Uh, Hit him with it. McGillicuddy. It was none other than Dr. McGillicuddy's Menthol Mint. Yes, that was uh, that was undetectable. Alcohol was undetectable in that. It, and here's the thing. We've heard of this. We talked about it on, on the podcast because Fireball originated when in the 80s when Seagram's released this line of schnapps, Dr. Mm-hmm. McGillicuddy's, and they were like kind of mm-hmm. like fake medicinal. And their cinnamon flavor then spun off and uh, into Fireball and the company got sold and, blo- and then they pushed that ahead. But I had never encountered any of the other McGillicuddy's schnapses. Nor had There's I. There's like 10 flavors. Yeah. And um, the uh, the manager at that brewery, Bob, who does great work over there, he poured us some shots. He's like, you guys are going to like this because they ran out of Fireball. We drank all their Fireball probably. But um, <laughs> I felt like here was the thing. They were keeping it in the fridge. It was ice cold. Yep. Menthol mint was very mm. pleasant. You know, a lot of time you're at a, out at a bar and everybody's breath stinks and they're talking to your face and it sucks. Sure. <laughs> here's here's a minty syrupy shot. Oh yeah. Slides right down the throat. Very nice. And makes yep. you feel refreshed. Honestly, I was expecting it to have like a sicky sweet burny heartburn aftertaste something. Mm-hmm. Never showed up. It was mellow. Well, it's some, it's funny with menthol too because I I have only associated that word with cigarettes. So, mm. uh, what about gum? Menthol gum? Oh, like, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> they don't menthol, call it menthol gum. <laughs> nicotine gum. <laughs> well, but menthol uh, anyway, yeah, ingredient. Was, I was kind of like, ooh, menthol. I know about this, and I took it. and I said, well, that was very pleasant. Sure. And very nice to drink. And I think that would be. Is that what you're uh, getting towards, Tim? That this might be an ingredient for the a drink of a summer of the summer or. It doesn't have to be that brand, but I was thinking general, like we've used like uh, creme de menthe in cocktails mm-hmm. before. And when we had the- But that's got too much creme. Episode- That's too much creme. What? <laughs> three of our show, episode three of this podcast, we did uh, the mint julep. Yeah. And we all had sort of remarked on, we originally thought a mint julep was going to be like a sweet green cocktail. Mm-hmm, and it right. turns out to be like just a, a strong bourbon drink. Yeah. Um, I was expecting like a grasshopper. Right, yeah. exactly. But but I do think maybe something in in the in the mint schnapps variety that's ice cold slopheads there could be something there. I'm just saying it's nice. I'll tell you why cuz I think this summer you're going to see a lot of smooching at the bar. Yes, it's the summer of smooch. You do. Everyone's kiss crazy. Everyone's kiss crazy and you you'd want that McGillicuddy to just Get you fresh and ready, <laughs> yeah. ready for the smooch. Yeah, give me a shot of McGillicuddy. I gotta straighten myself up here. <laughs> um, uh, sir, nobody wants to talk to you. Wow, I love you. <laughs> I love you for being honest with me. <laughs> I love you for that. It is like mouthwash you can drink, though, huh? It's like Listerine you can swallow. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Now, what would pair? What would pair with that alcohol? Like, uh, I'm trying to figure out like what type of minty, fruity thing you could do. Is there such a thing? Well, I don't. I think that if you got your that is kind of sweet, so that base is covered. So I just, I would just say that in gin or that in vodka, you know, or that in oh. bourbon. I don't know. Oh, so you two liquors. But here's the thing. My question for you guys: You know how sometimes a, a strong flavor you don't necessarily want like ten ounces of it. It kind of works best as two ounces. Boom, done. Right. Do you want to hang out with that flavor for a whole drink? Mm. Well, if it was a nice big highball. 
let's say you put a shot of mint schnapps, a yep. shot of gin, and then you glug a glug glug with a lot of club soda. Now you're chugging. You're out at the beach at night. You're in Montauk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just pounding them. <laughs> Good. Good. Roll around on the beach, beer cans everywhere. Sand in your hair and your eyes. <laughs> Well, I don't know if that, you know, uh, uh, there's something there is all. There is, there is. Listen to this. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to suggest this. Uh McGillicuddy Collins. It's a fun thing to say. That's really good. It's a Tom Collins with a eh, maybe half shot of McGillicuddy mixed in there or just a floater. I love that, Mike. I think a floater is a really good idea. A mint floater on top of other things. McGillicuddy Collins. Oh, that sounds fun to say. I might say that at the next bar I go to. Give me a McGillicuddy Collins. What are you talking about? I forgot. I forgot how we make it. You got to listen to episode 84, man. I forgot. Is your cell phone close by? I want to find that episode to hear what we were talking about. I know. I lost my phone. <laughs> um, Hi, when we played in Columbia, South Carolina, there, there, we had a, special, a couple of special cocktails that night. For the Sloppy Boys, we yeah, had a Calpy Cordial. And for Dear Blanca, they had come up with... The lavender Collins, and it was delicious. They boiled down some lavender oh, yeah. petals with uh, sugar and a little bit of lemon juice and gin, and it was utterly divine. It was very good. That was so fun because that, that first show was like a very DIY show at um, Cola Town Bike Collective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had to like round up some gear, and we were putting together the um, the show stage. And then we we stopped back at Cam's house, Cam from Dear Blanca, who we were crashing with and he was boiling up the lavender <laughs> it yeah. stunk of lavender his entire home he was making the lavender simple syrup in the kitchen just batch after batch very diy i loved it really uh, got results loved that drink it was yeah. great drinks are good and this is the pod for it <laughs> oh was that a silver bullet jay yeah i'm doing i'm tapping the rockies over here that's Ooh, nice little bob seeger style are, is, are the mountains blue uh they used to be Wait, does Bob Seger sing Tap the Rockies? No, but it's Bob Seger in the Silver, Silver Bullet Band. Oh, he sings oh. Like a Rock. Like a Rock! He could say Like the Rockies. Like a Rockies. Hey, like hey. a drink from the Rockies. I bet yeah. you they're trying They're trying to nudge as close as they can legally to Seger. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Is that it for booze news? Wrap it up. Doctor, doctor, <laughs> give me the news. I got a bad case of... Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that's good. That is the funniest thing I've seen on the internet. I saw <laughs> Doctor is... Strange yesterday. The new yeah, movie. that's why I pulled it up. I said, any excuse to play this Lights, Camera, Jackson clip. <laughs> I'll tell you about the new Doctor Strange movie. I did not understand one thing that was going on in it. Uh, but, you know, it's exciting to see all the people zipping around. I don't know. It, it's... um. Zipping around. It's just like. so. It's just so like so many long fighting. Like the end is so long with fighting and. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, and this is like the first one in a while that's like, well, I hope you saw Wandavision and Spider Man Three. Like, well, can I just see a fucking movie once in a while? Jesus yeah, Christ. I didn't see any Wandavision, but you know, you got to give it up to everyone who worked their butts off at the end of the movie. There's a big long. Credit sequence that shows you everyone who worked on the stunts and graphics, and boy, uh, you got to give it up for them. Thank you for doing That's that. That's so cool that they do that in Thank you. the new Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> yeah, they do it in Doctor Strange. They, uh, 
they do it a lot of movies. A lot of the Marvel movies have the have the credits at credits the end. Scroll credits. at the end. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of people mention that Marvel movies have the post credit scene, but not not mm-hmm. a lot. A lot of people are pointing out that they have just have, have the credits. You know, the credits the pre, too, which, which the is... pre post credit scene credits. Yeah. <laughs> hell of a scroll. Post credit. Post credit crawl. With no reveals, I will say the post credit scene was cute. Aww. And interesting. And ultimately a disappointment. Oh. <laughs> huh. So you watched the movie, you didn't understand what was going on, but then the post credit scene managed to disappoint. No, you. and here's the thing. I like Doctor Strange. I like oh this whole thing. I like him. I think he's one I of my faves. I find him to be a little bit um odd. Peculiar. <laughs> yeah, uh, Professor Peculiar. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, they should make good. a Nurse Normie. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. But, Balance them out. And I, I, it's one of these things, too. I'll watch the movie, and I don't know. I'm not going to reveal who it is, but a character comes up who's an existing character that I know of. Like, it's not like a... I feel like in the Marvel-verse now, they're, they're, they're pulling, like, characters out that are deep into the series, uh, uh, comic books that I don't know. But they brought a guy out who I knew, and he was acted by a guy I knew. And I don't know if that's like he's been in the movies before, if it's been announced that he's going to be in the movies, or if this is like the big a thing. big reveal. Nobody in my theater like cheered or anything, but huh? I don't know, Too they bad. Were, nobody was really. Pumped I would have cheered had I been <laughs> oh, maybe. there. Maybe I cheered anytime someone new came on screen. I cheered. <laughs> uh, what do you think of? What do you guys think of? Like the three of us got an argument about whether or not. Um, you know, the MCU is like good cinema. If we argued about it? Yeah, like if one of us was like, it's baby brain stuff, and then another one was like, actually, you know, it's like uh, if you get really into it, it's kind of a modern uh, mythology. And then another one of us Ooh. could be like, no, you just turn your brain off and it's popcorn fun. You're talking about getting into some uncharted territory. Right. I, yeah. I think we should do that as a blowout. We are yeah. <laughs> the blowout. Sloppy boys argue about the MCU. <laughs> Great. I don't know which opinion I have, but we each I'll, make up a fake argument. I'll, de- I'll whatever argument is mine. I'll double down on it real hard. My mm. argument is I like Iron Man and I like uh, Doctor Strange and Spider Man. I like him too. And and ooh, I'm saving this for the blowout. But I like Thanos. <laughs> okay. I like Thanos. <laughs> you I liked like him. him. Oh, okay. Okay. Mike. He killed yeah. half of all the living things on Earth, and you like the man? I found that exciting. Ah, uh, yes. Hmm. Well, and conflict can be engaging. Mm. Wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be nice to have one of those big gloves, too? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm waiting for anyone to pull us away from this topic. Okay. Oh, wait. Well, hey, what if, what, if, what if we shot a sketch about, like, what happens when Thanos jerks off? <laughs> Does he use the glove? Yeah. Uh, one of his balls disappears. <laughs> oh no, half the life. Half of my balls have just Half of my sperms. Half of my entire number number of testes gone. Oh. Yep, yep, Thanos, you got a real one over two happening there. Yep. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, Thanos. One ball. Okay. Who's got the drink of the day? Timmy. Oh, it's time to get dirty. <laughs> you ready for it? <laughs> Yeah. We? Well, it's everywhere, folks. It's on the tip of everyone's tongue. The New York Times has posed the question, is this the drink 
of the summer. Oh. The dirty Shirley you've had. Have not had. I've had the virgin equivalent. You've heard. I've heard. But have you heard of Dirty Shirley before this article? No. No, not before the article. It took an article for me to learn something. How how interesting is that? Hmm. Maybe maybe you do that every day with a newspaper. So, um, yes. Well, anyway, um, I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you about my little uh, uh, journey about this drink. I kind of, for a moment, back in January, I thought I came up with this drink and I thought I was being funny because. this Jan- dry January, everybody knows a lot of the boozers are not users during January. It's after the holidays, you don't drink. But especially this year, January 2022, I think we will look back at the most epic of dry jans because it was kind of the COVID boozy mega booze fest leading to a boozy winter, post-vax mm. winter, right. Omicron winter, and then... And then this January, there was like a mega boom. We talked about it on on the show when we did O'Doul's. We talked about how there's like actual like liquor stores in L.A. that don't have liquor that are just mocktails and uh, the low alcohol, yeah. no alcohol. They call it what is it? Mm-hmm. The the sober curious wave. Exactly. It was kind of this. It was seed lip season, you might say. Um, and mm. I know my Instagram feed, Instagram. As, was trying to tell me to st- stop drinking because they were really showing me a lot of like. <laughs> you said no deal. <laughs> I said I'm getting off this app. This app is toxic. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we when we did our O'Doul's episode, we were talking about maybe we'll do some other mocktails, and we said what's the most famous mocktail, and it's not one that you associate with, like trying to cut down on drinking, but like more of a kid trying to pretend that they're drinking is mm-hmm. the Shirley Temple. Uh, and you've both had that, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. And the the male uh, version of that is called the Roy Rogers? Yes. Well, if you need when... to genderize it, Michael. No, I know, but it would... I know. I didn't know how to say that without... <laughs> no, no, no. Sounding unwoke. Um, what is the Roy... The Roy Rogers is Coke and... Yeah, Coke and grenadine. But it's funny because a lot of kids are not allowed to have caffeine, so... I don't know. But I, I remember we my family would go to the ground round in the Hudson Valley Mall and there was a great place. There was a basket of popcorn on the table. There was mm-hmm. like three Stooges movies playing on a big screen. <laughs> yeah. Balloon man would walk around and uh he'd make balloons and he'd point at my mom and say, Hey, is this your sister? I'd be like, That's my fucking mom. <laughs> man. <laughs> Take that back. I remember my sister getting Shirley Temples and I got Roy Rogers's. Shirley Temple, a lot of times they'll make it with ginger ale, but typically it would be Seven Upper Sprite mm-hmm. and a little splash of grenadine to make it pink. But um, so the Shirley Temple was invented in the 30s. Shirley herself didn't like it and didn't drink it. She thought it was too sweet. But um, it's believed to be in uh, invented at uh, Chasen's, which was this old restaurant. I heard about it because it, uh, it's mentioned in less than zero because Brett Easton Ellis used to go there for Christmas dinner when he was a kid. But it's like. It's like it was a big old restaurant in Beverly Hills that's now the Bristol Farms on Beverly and oh, yeah. Ohini. Mm-hmm. Is, um, is that a chain, Bristol Farms? It's yeah, it's a fancy is chain that... with very few uh, locations. But yeah, it's, it's like just, a, it's like it's a expensive West Coast, stuff, right? Yeah, gotcha. Kind of boutique. Um, it was maybe invented there. Shirley Temple said she thinks that it could have also maybe been invented at the Brown Derby. Ooh, one of which, who knows? Maybe they're talking about the Los Feliz one, where Shit. the Cobb salad was invented. 
which is now the fucking mess hall right near Been where there. the sloppy boys live Done where it. we where we first had our penicillins hey and don't forget chase bank and yeah chase bank and don't Do forget the banking there the big bad voodoo daddies wait what's the band in swingers that played there yeah big i, I think voodoo it's big bad voodoo daddy yeah big bad voodoo big daddy. Bad doo-doo daddy or was it the squirrel nut zippers nah i think it's bvd big bad. Big bad. I think it's BVT. Okay. B-B-B-B. Other still, some people also credit another place that we know in Waikiki, the fucking Royal Hawaiian, where really I stayed on my honeymoon, but then the Sloppy Boys went there for our fucking Blue Hawaii. Blue Hawaii's. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, that was a nice so, hotel. Uh, it's from one of those places. Anyway, while I was reading up on the Shirley Temple, I got my own funny little idea. In January, wouldn't it be funny if you put booze in a Shirley Temple because you're kind of undoing the very purpose of the drink? And then <laughs> yeah. I Googled it to make sure no one had beat me to this idea. Little do I know they have. it exists. It's called the Dirty Shirley Vodka Grenadine Sprite. It already exists. Didn't think about it for a few months. Then, very recently, my phone starts blowing up. um new york times says is the dirty shirley the drink of the summer thank you all the slop heads that tagged us in this i'm talking a lot of people sent this my way very appreciated and um turns out folks people in new york have been ordering uh this bright pink funny drink um like at cool bars cool young people ordering this drink and it's kind of um, there's a viral TikTok video of a bartender making one and this New York times article, it lists off all the bars in Manhattan that are doing it, but then it's, it also, it kind of takes the stance, the explanation. They're saying that during the pandemic, a lot of people in their twenties went home, right? They moved to the suburbs, yeah. moved back in with their parents because they were scared of the city and now they're coming back and they've got this sort of like. Uh, there's a little touch of ironic love of the suburbs coming back. So there's like a little trend. I talked about this a little bit with like the, the Long Island iced tea or the Midori, like kind of ordering dumb drinks a little bit on purpose. And and you know, you're being a funny. And I think yeah. there's also a food trend of like, almost like a craving for like olive garden style, bad Italian food, but like in Brooklyn or whatever. Um, Interesting. That's what this New York, Times article says is that it's like the, 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 there's a newfound love of the suburbs in the city because people were just there. I don't really know if it's like that because they're just trying to write a New York Times article. I, I think it's more, <laughs> I, I think it's more what I, what my thing was, was a blowback to the non alcoholic, the, the, yeah. what did you call it, Jeff? This curious, sober so, curious. Sober curious. Movement. Also, is it New York Times or New York Magazine? New York Times. Okay. They got to draw some greater cultural conclusions. Just write the fucking thing. <laughs> Just give us the ingredients. The, the food blog of New York Mag is Grubhub, Grub Street. And Grub Street is the one who recently pointed out that a lot of young people in Manhattan are ordering tons of martinis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and, and they were saying that that was a backlash to the sober curious movement. It's like people were having the, the kind of light aperitifs or bitters and soda in the winter and now they're ready to party and they're just pounding martinis um <laughs> but uh yeah i think it's that i think it's just like you're gonna go the i think it's like you're you're saying f you to the mocktail it's a big middle finger to old shirley mm-hmm. 
and Perfect. and and you're put you're putting you're 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 taking your sweet drink and you're boozing it up and here's what's in the fucker okay yeah two okay. ounces of vodka mm-hmm. one it. ounce of grenadine that's uh, a lot of grenadine that. and I'll tell you what use that electric red roses don't go fancy on this one because it's a Shirley Temple okay mm-hmm. um, eight ounces of lemon lime soda such as Sprite or Seven Up Jeff famously dislikes. Sprite. I think I'm going to like this one just fine. <laughs> Do you get Sprite or 7-Up? Sprite. Very nice. What? I'm ready to uh, taste the rainbow or whatever you do with the Sprite. It's, uh, what they is this? They should make a Skittle drink, speaking of taste the rainbow. What is what is the yeah. Sprite? Obey, uh, obey in my thirst. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Yep. Sprite is right. I got a can of both Sprite and 7-Up. I might do a little tasty testy. Ooh. I'll tell you what. If we're, if we're going to talk not alt versions Ooh, i got some the only vodka i have i think is going to suit me just right absolute citron going in this one. Oh, nice. oh yep um that's good jay because i hear a lot of the in the same way that people have been sort of turning the long island into a craft cocktail a mm-hmm. lot of places that are making a fancier version of the dirty shirley are putting a little splash of lime or citrus in there so that could be good for you yeah i'm seeing a lot of pictures got limes sitting on that lip <laughs> um but the traditional garnish the new york times tells us right here one uh-huh. maraschino cherry well of course and i feel like this shouldn't be ought not be a luxardo right this should be a little red boy yeah i got a little red boy from you tim the filthy my filthies i gotta go look at for my guys remember i my house was fumigated while i was gone i came back all oh, yeah. my food is double bagged on the floor because the fumigators didn't want to poison me <laughs> still They emptied out my fridge. They emptied out my... They took all my booze. They confiscated it. Yeah, I bet they Um, did. What? Gold mine, they thought, coming into your place. (laughs) That's like a lot of money. You're going to get back? Yeah, I'm pretty wealthy guy. It's fine. But here's the message, guys. It's a hassle. Fill a highball glass with ice, add vodka and grenadine to the glass, top with soda, garnish with maraschino cherry. Yes, great. Can't wait to do it. Fuck, I don't have maraschino cherry. Do you have any cherries, Mike? Uh, I have a cherry pop and daddy CD that I'll play. <laughs> Just shave a little in there. While I'm making it, I'll play that. That sounds great, Tim. I can't wait to make it up and drink it down. One thing, I'm going to use a highball glass. It looks like that's quite common. I feel like I've also seen these in like more like like a soda glass. It's not not quite a juice glass. Not as low mm-hmm, as a low mm-hmm. ball, but it's not as high as a highball, like a juice Ooh, glass. I know exactly you know? what I'm going to use. Hmm. Hmm. I'll show can't you wait later. to see it, Mike. Well, shall we? Now, wait. Let's you just pour it. this into a glass with ice and stir it? Top with soda, garnish with chino. Uh, it doesn't even say to stir it, but go ahead and stir it. Perfect. Lightly. Uh, hey, you know, you might get that gradient. You know, you can play with that gradient. Anyway. <laughs> Mike? Mike, are you going to play with the gradient? The, Mike, are you going to play, play with the gradient? gradient? I'll play with the gradient <laughs> okay. if you want me to. Good, good, good. We do. All right, folks. We'll see you back here right after the ads. Light up. Pew. Now we're back with Dirty Shirley's. Woo. Let's see them. I'm using one of those, uh, one of those glasses there that looks like a co- uh, can. I love it. I love it. It's that got like a beer, best. a beer lip, lip indentation. Yeah. I like and yet those. I added a straw, so... I'm not hey, using a nice. metal straw. Metal straw. Reusable, okay. recyclable. 
Check Jeffy, out is that a palm uh, pomegranate glass? It's Probably. a palm tea glass, yes. It's a good Collins glass, and I got a glass straw. Oh. And a nice big fat cherry right up top. Look at that fucker, huh? Whew. Um, I had two bloopers. One didn't wait, give <laughs> my ice enough time to freeze today, uh, and I got little aquariums going on. Mm-hmm. Icy boxes of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cold water boxes. <laughs> then... I was worried I didn't even have enough cold water boxes. But then when I looked at this recipe again, eight ounces of Sprite? Are you fucking kidding me? That's a a lot lot of Sprite in here. So look how little ice I even ended up using in here. It's kind of just a big cup of soda. It's weird. I could only even really fit like seven ounces in here. I didn't, uh, you know, when it says something like top eight ounces, this is like when you do the... um, Cuba Libre or something. Yeah, I just kind of go up until I'm at where I want to drink. Right. IBA would normally say like Sprite to top. And then yeah. in the method, they say top up. This one, it said in, in the recipe, it listed eight ounces. And then it yeah. just said top with soda. Well, I don't think I you kinda, have to use all eight. I, but I, I like a real measurement because I want to taste the official thing. Like right. to top leaves too much room for error on me to use a weird glass and put well, in too much. There's no chance I went over eight. No chance. <laughs> but I mean, I bet you I could make a double of this and would like it more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I took a little sip of that Rose's Grenadine and I love that shit. Mm. And I tested my uh, my taste tested 7-Up and Sprite back to back. You won't believe which one I liked more. 7-Up. Seven seven up. Up. 7-Up. Wow. The, let's do our sips and I've got something to tell you yeah, about. Yeah, let's do our sips. Let's up. do our sips. Fuck. Bottoms up, of course. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I've been drinking these all summer, my man. Oh, yeah. This is going to piss <laughs> off so, <laughs> so many of the actual, like, cocktail Ooh. people that listen to this show yeah. are going to hate us. For <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. this fucking candy soda it's really, pink. It's really candy. Ooh. Um, I'm taking the straw out and just drinking it, sipping it. It's t- it's good on first sip. I bet you I'll be sick of it as we go. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, Oswego? It's candy. You're taking a sugary soda and adding Rose's grenadine <laughs> sugar to it. Right. It's like maybe with a um, like a limonada or like a, a more of a tart but not sweet thing, but sweet on sweet. This is definitely... The word cloying comes to mind. Yeah. Ooh. I wish cloy I did boy. a... I you don't want to be a cloy a, boy. I wish yeah. I did a double in the same glass. Four ounces, which is a lot, I guess. Of vodka. Yeah, four ounces of vodka. And just this a, is a pretty strong drink. Uh, two ounces of vodka. But that's like a normal cocktail at a bar, right? Yeah, I guess and then there's nothing else really alcoholic in it. All right. Yeah. I, I rescind. I guess. I don't know. Maybe you don't need to make a double, but too sweet. Knock it down. I would say dash. Dash or grenadine. Um, dash, yeah, dash definitely a little dash Rendar of uh, grenadine, but or maybe make this in a smaller glass so you don't need as much soda or pack it with ice like I would have done. But to this drink's credit and to the New York Times' credit, I am getting like the nostalgia is coming through, right? Drinking that roses, even mm. with the vodka in there. I taste like I'm at the ground round in uh, 1989. Oh, sure. Yeah. But now you're drinking what daddy drank. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of daddy's old cough syrup. <laughs> now, now, here's what I was going to say. Go ahead, Go ahead Jeff. Go. 
You I was gonna, th- this this would be good with a lime. I'm craving a lime now. I need something to knock this sweet down. Yeah, a little sour would help this out, huh? Yep. Knock it's, it into shape. A little live rod. <laughs> but you don't want to make it brutal. <laughs> On a serious note, though, folks. <laughs> yes, it's missing. The soda, 7-Up is uh, good, but it's not sour enough to really balance out this cocktail. But... You know what is good is like the the VSS vodka soda splash or the rosemary Kennedy cocktail that's like a Cape Cotter with a little squeeze of lime. Ah, that's mm-hmm. good. Topped with well, soda. Cape Cotter was just uh, cranberry and vodka, right? And soda. Mm. Or the bubbles. No, or was it just was it just vodka, cranberry, lime? Now I've forgotten. <laughs> we'll have to go back and listen to that episode. That'll be fun. The whole, the whole thing. <laughs> mm. Here's mm. what I was going to say about Sprite and 7-Up. Yeah. While we were on the road this past uh, well, past couple to 10 days, 12 days, uh, we went to a restaurant. I will not name the restaurant because I also kind of forget where it was. But they do the thing. I said, give me a Sprite. I said, oh, is, is Sierra Mist okay? Yeah, Sierra Mist is okay, but that's not... Yeah, that's Sprite like third, or Seven Up. It's like third tier, okay. That's it's got its own weird taste, I think. And if anyone wants to say that Sprite and Seven Up are the same as Sierra Mist, uh, they're not. And I don't know what family Seven Up is in because Sierra Mist is in the Pepsi family. Sprite is in the Coca Cola right. family. Seven Up, Seven Up kind of does his own thing. It's a little. Uh, you got the dot there. He's he's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, well, it's definitely one of the two companies. You think? <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's I RC Cola. <laughs> I think that. If you're, if you're so confident, I'm starting to lean your way. <laughs> you didn't want to name the restaurant, but could I just mm. a- ask, is it sort of like an owl-themed boob restaurant? <laughs> hey, watch yourself. No, it was not an okay, owl-themed okay. boob restaurant. I'm <laughs> just asking. And it wasn't a, uh, you know, crispy uh, something you put cheese on top of a container, uh, wooden container area. Cracker Barrel? <laughs> yeah. Hey, would you look at this, Mike? Hmm? I'm looking up the Wikipedia. 7-Up competes primarily against the Coca-Cola company's Sprite and PepsiCo's Sierra Mist. So the rights to the, the brand are held by Keurig Dr. Pepper in the United what? States. Whoa! Right, Dr. But, Pepper and Sprite, they do seem like their own weird thing. They're doing something weird. But wow. didn't, didn't Sierra Mist come out in like 2002? Did Pepsi just not have one for that I long? Bet you, I bet you they snarfed it up. <laughs> wow. Um, wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. 7-Up. Hmm. Make 7-Up yours. Isn't that what it is? Up yours. Um, that's what it was. Hey, you know what was good um, is... When I was down south, yeah, uh, our good friend Brett Nash mm-hmm. of, I mean, come on, you know him from Dear Blanca, you know him from Band of Horses, you know him from the Comfort Monk podcast, you know him from lending us a minivan on the tour. Yeah, mm-hmm. town and country, Chrysler, red, he made cherry me, red. He made me his <laughs> Calpy Cordial Southern Stylies with cheer wine. You guys ever had cheer wine? Yeah, I've, I've had cheer wine and that it sounds was very about right. Good. And that's a good mixer in general. I also was thinking like maybe a little bourbon and cheer wine would be good. Cheer wine, I haven't had it in forever, but it it reminds me of like this grenadine where it's like a syrup. Yep. Syrup cola. And when you, the, the bubbles are rising to the top, they really have to fight through that syrup to get to the top to pop. 
the slow slow rising bubbles um hey i'm already turning the corner on this this is a little too sweet sorry yeah it's funny because maybe it would have had a chance to get meltier in my cubes had i had more cubes Mm -hmm. i went big time on the cubes i usually am like oh three cubes will do me but i went oh my probably nine cubes what would jack shram say yeah you gotta do nine Nine minimum. Jack Shram would not be happy. Because I also put my uh, Svetka vodka, I had that, in the freezer today. Oh, good. That's good for a Russian root, too, I've heard. He, uh, Yeah, it could be used for Russian root. I guess that's your second, that's the second optional thing. Uh, but Shrammer told me, when we were drinking with him once, and he said, I said, oh, I put the things in the freezer. He's like, why would you do that? It, it changes the taste of, of some of them. I said, of oh, what? Of vodkas? I don't know. I think that's what he, I was a little... Uh, uh, a couple of martinis deep at this point. So I put my my I bought a big old bottle of Absolute Citrona, and that thing's sitting pretty in the freezer. Can I tell you guys why I don't put my spirits in the freezer? I wish you would. That tomahawk steak chop taking up too much space. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, when I got fumigated, I had to throw out everything but my Jennies and my tomahawk ribeye. <laughs> um, hence why I had no cubes today, and I had to rush to try to freeze them. Here's the thing. I want my liquor to be room temp so that when I put it in my shaker with cubes, it's melting those cubes and then diluting the drink a little bit. Mm. If you put frozen ice cold vodka over cubes and then you shake it up, you're just like clanging and banging the cubes around. They don't melt. (laughs) (laughs) It fucking sucks. Yeah, but the the goal is to get a cold, cold drink. Speaking of like, uh, you know what that reminds me of? Something that would make Frosty blush. Mike. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm with Mike. Something that would make Frosty blush. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I I apologize. You're right about that. So uh, we're all three on board. Okay. But I was reminded, the idea of shaking cubes but them not melting at all or not doing anything reminds me of, uh, remember one time years and years ago, up in the valley, we were barbecuing at Harris Whittle's house and I came up with this idea I was going to grill bananas for you guys. Do you remember this? I said, I do remember that. that. Imagine a a barbecued banana. That's a great idea. And I (laughs) hold true. It's a great idea because I've had them, you know, flambéed and whatnot, deep fried. They're always good. But what happens at every barbecue? You run out of propane. When did I run out of propane? Before I was finished grilling the bananas. So I, t- I took them off and I served them. And I we were just trying to eat these bananas. And they were hot, but not cooked. They were, you know, let's say a banana cooks at, at like 145 degrees. They were probably yeah. 144 degrees. Oosh. So it was the taste hot. of a raw banana. Ooh. But it was hot. And it was hot enough to like, you know, burn your mouth. It was like hot. But it was a hot, raw banana. But it didn't, it, but still had like the snap to it, the way a banana snaps. Yes. And just think of how much the taste of a banana changes from a raw banana to a cooked banana. It's a whole different food, you know? It's like raw meat, cooked meat. Yeah. Ugh. How are you cooking it? You cooking it in the peel? Uh, no, I, I laid them out on the grill like hot dogs. Laid bare. You know, it's a good, maybe this is flambe, but uh, you do, uh, you split a banana in half down the long way. So it's got an edge to it. And then you put it in a frying pan with sugar and butter. Mm-hmm. And you fry, and it makes like a kind of a candy side to it. Absolutely. My favorite dessert is bananas foster. You know, is that, wait, is that flambe though? What I just mentioned? Well, bananas foster is like a flambe dish, but yeah, anytime oh, okay. you're, you're when you're cooking in a in a pan, flambe is like when you 
the fl- flame, right? So rum in the fire, psh, you tilt the pan, the flame yeah. goes up. Psh, psh. Or what about the what about the the lighter thing where you, where the blue flame comes in and is that a flambe? Um, that's like a brulee. Hmm. Damn, that's a torcho. We gotta go to the Dal Rey Steakhouse in Pico Rivera. The steakhouse I went to on my birthday one time. I'm there, dude. It's all carts. You say, "Can I have a Caesar salad?" They're like, "Yeah, let me wheel over the salad cart." You say, "Can I have a peach flambe?" Yeah, let me let me roll over the peach cart. <laughs> it was so fun. That sounds good. Uh, I I like I like this uh, talk about you know ice cream and like flambes in the summertime and grilling out. This is going to be a great. Hey, let me tell you guys, whoever's whoever's doing a barbecue this year, take what Tim said to heart. Every barbecue, the propane runs out. Don't make that your barbecue. Get your shit together and have it figured out. Have a backup. You should own two canisters. Uh, so you can always get one of them filled. You're supposed to get about one tank of propane is supposed to get you about 15 hours of grilling. Oh, wow. So keep that in mind, That's folks. less than I thought. Don't invite people over and then just have one dusty old fucking tank. I went to a place, uh, to a barbecue last year. It was a wonderful spot. It was up on top of somebody's house, like up on the roof of the apartment. The mm. view's impeccable. Uh, the sun was going down. So much food ready to be grilled. And their propane, there was no propane. So then, like, uh, me and, uh, you know, director of the pod... Um, John Haskell had to go out and buy get propane, and it just really it stops short the fun, because yeah. everyone's seeing the food all out, yeah. And then you get back and the now it's dark and you're like grilling under a flashlight and it's that's no good. Ugh. No, I've done that so many times. I mean, the number of times I've been in a wet bathing suit driving to a gas station to get propane, <laughs> and um, it's just like a it's a inherent. I bought a smoker. Or I was gifted a smoker, and even in the the instructions, like the manual, it was like, "Here's how to have a barbecue. Make sure you got a lot of potato salad because this meat is going to take too long to cook. You're going <laughs> to fuck it up. You're not, people are going to get mad. You got to serve the potato salad. <laughs> You're going to fuck it up." <laughs> um, hey, listen to this. I was just poking around on the World Wide Web. Mm. There's a drink called the Queen Mary beer and hey. grenadine. Really? That sounds kind of uh, nice. It's just a little splash. I'd it's do like it. a spaghetti. That doesn't sound good. Hey, our friend Cam from Dear Blanca owns a bar in uh, uh, Columbia, South Carolina, and he makes a spaghetti. And he puts a little, he uses the little pony bottle of mm-hmm. High Life, and he also puts a little squeeze of lemon in there and uh, makes it almost a little bit more of a refreshing Italiano yeah. treat. His bar is called Transmission. Transmission. Uh, for anyone. Who's down in the uh, Columbia, Carolina area? Go to that bar. It's a barcade, and they've got great food too. Really good food. Now, doesn't it feel like the spaghetti has fully infiltrated culture? Like a year ago, we did the um, Aperol Spritz, mm-hmm. and we talked about how a spaghetti is if you take a Miller High Life and put a little splash of Aperol in there, mm-hmm. and it was, and in, in the at that moment to us, it was new to us, and then uh, now I feel like that's like. It was a Baltimore thing, and now it's like pretty all over the place. I see it a lot. Hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Hey, what? How, what uh, I want to hear some more Could it be the drink of the summer? We don't know. No, no, no. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in a year or two. But um, what kind of tweaks would you put on this? Because I'm getting ready for round two. Here's what I would do, folks. It's this drink is too sweet, but you do want to order it to be funny and to take part in the culture. 
it's just a matter of like don't use these specifications whatsoever. This, this is a New York Times cooking blog recipe. I think if you're a bartender and you make this drink, you're probably just you're thinking about like the way that you would serve. You know, you know, you order a rum and coke at a bar, and it's like ice, a lot of rum, little splash of coke just on the top inch. I think that's the deal here. It's very little grenadine, very little Sprite, and make this a stiff. Make it a nice stiff vodka drink and, and maybe uh, with a lime wedge and then it's drinkable. I think if you're a bartender too with a drink like this or the rum and coke, it's thank you so much. Boom, boom. Get it out of here. On to the next drink. Yeah. Fast. Well, what do you say we do a little round two? Sure. I love that for us. Folks, see you after the ads. Round two, uh, optimized Dirty Shirley's. Optimus Prime. I'm going to do my little sip here. Me too. Please. I did half the grenadine, even a little less than half a ounce, to be honest. And then I I went cra- cube crazy. Nice. So there's Me really too. only five ounces of um, Sprite in here, and then uh, half a lime's worth of juice. I did no lime, but I did. I went cube crazy like I would normally like to. Packed it with ice. Vodka? Jen topped up with a couple ounces of soda and just enough roses grenadine just to make it pink. Maybe a quarter ounce. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm, uh, the vodka's coming through loud and clear this time. And do you, li- you like that better? Yeah, baby. That's a drink. Yeah, that's better. You, 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 you could drink that out at a bar and not feel weird. And I'm still tasting the fucking grenadine. So you I just so you say a splash. You just get a splash. Splash. A drizzle. I can't believe we... On round one, we had an ounce of grenadine. That's weird. That's I threw it out. I threw it out. I dumped it down the sink. Wait, that's the amount of grenadine you should have in a year. (laughs) Doctors recommend. See, I will say this is a little stanky on the vodka, but as it melts, I think I'm going to like it. (laughs) I think Mm. I just like that. Ooh, yeah. Hey, listen to this. Hey, you got some ice in there, baby. Now, <laughs> how'd you get all that ice all of a sudden? Here's what I did. I took a bunch of aquariums, right? Yeah. I I put them into um, one of those uh, measuring cups that looks like a big beaker, kind of. Yeah. And then I smashed them up to get the water out of them, tipped it, poured the water out, and mm. then I just had a bunch of aquarium uh, shells. Empty shavings. <laughs> Yeah, yes. so now you can tell the shavings in here. You can hear it. It's like thin, thin, light, thin. very light. Thin Love up. it. Well, I have some final things to say about this. Yeah, go for it, Mike. This is an order again for me. I'm going to say, because I want to be part of the scene this summer. I never take part in the scene, so I want to be part of the scene. And I'm going to say, you know what? Do me uh, dirty, Shirley, and <laughs> make it a little less grenadine, please. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm with you, Mike. I want to be a part of the culture. I want to be a member of my generation. I'm going to be out there on the dance floor with one of these, but <laughs> I'm not going to make it to the New York Times specifications. And I don't even think I'm going to say anything to the bartender. I trust that any like any bartender who's a non-moron... <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably make put the right amount of grenadine in here. One ounce is just 
hideous. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. It's a it's an order again. It's a bit maybe a tenuous order again. Now, how did the lime help it, Jay? Was that good? It helped. It was good. Because you're a lime freak. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to find any excuse to put a lime in there. And now I'm part of Generation Next, the Dirty Shirley. <laughs> generation Next. Yeah, you're part of, of the Bud Light Next Generation, drinking mm-hmm. a Dirty Shirley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought Dirty Shirley was going to be something with the, the olive juice somehow. Oh. Like to mama. me, when I heard Dirty Shirley, I was like, whoa, this is going to be a crazy oh. concoction. Also, wow. I get Shirley. I don't love that it's called a Dirty Shirley. Like I get why it's called that, but mm-hmm. Shirley Temple is a toddler. Not anymore. Now she's a skeleton, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh. Right. So, yeah, I should be thinking of a dusty, dirty skeleton. <laughs> Why was the Shirley Temple named that? Because she was a uh, she was too young to drink? Um, Let me... Wait, I was just looking at this. Shirley Temple is an on-knuckling... Cocktail may have been invented by bartender at Chasen's Restaurant to serve then-child actress... Uh-huh. Oh, no, that's just the rumor. I think it's because it's a kid's drink and she was the most yeah, famous kid. It's a cute kid's Ooh. drink. Like, if you made it these days, it would be called the... Young Sheldon. No. <laughs> mm. Finn kid Wolfhard. from Jerry Maguire? Finn Wolfhard. Ah, Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Lipnicki? Finn Wolfhard. Um, Six foot tall actor. <laughs> I got a funny Lipnicki story. It was the, I was I was a receptionist at Gracie Films and got the opened the mail, headshot from... Teenage Jonathan Libnicki being like, <laughs> being like, hey, I'm still available for acting jobs because they had made, uh, uh, what do you call it? Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, Lipnicki, uh, it's it's very funny when you, you have that iconic role as a little boy. It's hard to round the corner into adulthood. This is why I never got famous as an eight-year-old. <laughs> You're famous... Uh- you were famous in the sense that you wore a La Bamba outfit to school. Yeah, I did. In my kindergarten school picture, I did dress like Richie Valens, yeah. Famous in that regard. Hey, I've got a couple more bolos. My parents gave me bolo ties for my birthday, so nice. watch out, everybody at formal events. What bolo are some boy. of the uh, What are the pendants looking like? Um, one has a little saddle. Mm-hmm. And then one is just, I think, like a little turquoise stone kind of a vibe. They're kind of all uh, like cowboy themed or or turquoise, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm into the turquoise. I'm I'm less uh, I, because I, here's the thing: I'm not actually a cowboy. I don't I don't herd up cattle very often. Right. I don't sure. I don't drive cattle from one part of the country to another part of the country. Well, you do wipe the cows' butts, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta now. Hmm. All right. Nothing more to say about that. Nothing more to say about that. I, I'm only going to say, you get all these turquoise pieces, tough to match with certain suits. Yeah, give me amethyst. That's what I would want. It's hard nice. to match with a Kelly Green suit. Is that the problem? Actually, that would probably look very nice with a Kelly Green. Because <laughs> my Kelly Green suit is already kind of a uh, jade color. Yep. Tur- turquoise. I'd probably do a, a nice onyx would be uh, appropriate. Oh, what are we wearing to the wedding that we're going to this weekend? You guys picked out your your look yet, Luke? Yep, I'm doing the I'm doing the look. Well, I haven't tried. I'll see how it looks. But I'm doing the look that I mentioned uh, on our Fashion Week episode of the Patreon. I'm doing uh, gray top, gray suit coat, black pants. Cool. White mm. shirt. Slicked back hair. 
Ooh, slick back. <laughs> hey, Mike yeah. Hanford, how you doing? What do I got to do to put you in a beautiful Ooh. Cadillac today? <laughs> Telling everyone they look beautiful. Everyone looks beautiful tonight. Slick back hair, sloppy steaks. <laughs> white couch, white bathing suit. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to do something different this time. I've got a suit. I like it, but I want a fun suit, a suit that's not even really a suit. Mismatch the paint and the jacket. Maybe a little floral thing. I don't know. <laughs> got to figure it out. I got to figure it out fast. I'm going suit. I got a uh, kind of bluish suit, but I'm going to go fun tie. I might go Jerry <laughs> Garcia tie. Ooh. Yeah. You should do a zoot suit. Big shoulders, long zoot tails. Zoot suit, right? Big hat with a feather sticking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Something like I mean, that. my measurements, are, I kind of am wearing a zoot suit with the big, the big shoulders and the big shoulder pads. <laughs> it would fit you guys like a zoot suit, probably. <laughs> That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys' blowout, our weekly bonus episode, where we do a deep dive into the East Coast Tour recap. That's <laughs> patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. Later. Thank you, folks. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. And remember to keep it Dirty! Dirty! <laughs> 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 <laughs>